0: Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com comedy podcast network. Over a hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android. Whoa! <coughs> <coughs> Ugh. Lightning? <coughs> Smoke? <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read!
1: Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho, Good man, times. Ra-
0: Macho Man Man Rady Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah,
1: love to read. Talking about reading, yeah. Got a book right here, uh huh.
0: Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, there's a lot of slashes in there. <laughs> I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I
1: don't have to pick up a book
0: no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy, yeah. Because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers, uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man. Uh Uh-huh. No. So you telling me that I got to pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audio
1: book, aha, uh-huh. yeah, I dig it, mm-hmm.
0: That's free, and then you're also going to be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything, aha, uh-huh.
1: the show is free, I like it, Uh-huh.
0: You know what, Macho Man Radio Savage, you're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. to curtain jerks right here on the comedy podcast network i'm scott narver and i'm steve sears and we are bringing you the funniest wrestling podcast and there you go there it is they have it yeah that's you, you that's say it, it good you night. make it you make it the truth yeah bye everybody good night everybody i'm tired yeah what's going on i'm just beat yeah. i'm tired i didn't even watch monday night raw this is true i uh, have burnout yes yeah, scott- battlegrounds coming i'm on burnout Oh, battle burnout! WWE Burnout would be a terrible pay-per-view. Well, I'm living it. Yeah. Well, what, is it just work? Is everything, uh, all that promotion, all those sweet uh, autograph signings and all the— uh, Yeah, I go the to these autograph in, signings yeah. and no one shows up. No one seems to want an autograph. The wheelings and dealings of the Comedy Podcast Network? Yeah, uh, but it's also just burnout of wrestling in general, which I still enjoy it. I still like it. But when Raw rolled around, I was I was uh, 20 minutes over the time of when it started, and I go, all right, okay.
1: Uh, yeah. oh, I don't feel like watching Raw right now.
0: Man, what a – like, I can totally, totally uh, identify with that. That whole, like, man, wrestling <sighs> –
1: uh, three hours watching it live with commercials in between and then trying to tweet about it. And, uh, well,
0: which is – I can totally uh, uh, I can yeah. totally identify with that every other week except for the fact that I watch Impact today. And I was blown away at how awesome it is. Impact, every time, yeah. Every time I watch Impact. Every time I talk about Impact on the show, I say the exact same fucking thing, which is like, why am I not watching Impact? You can get in and out of Impact in an hour and a half. Yeah. WWE TV with a uh, 3 hour raw so that's what 220 realistically mhm a oh, um, 3 hour raw i think is about actually a solid 90 minutes i remember no yeah it's a solid 90 minutes of programming no there's no way it's got to be more than that no i think it's, it's not an hour and a half of commercial like a 44 minute t- tv show is 22 minutes of commercials yeah but i think it's i think that's how it evens out i'm guessing it's at least 2 hours of wrestling that's All my right. guess so i'm well, an hours worth of commercials yeah and promos and re- like recaps, and then also, uh, yeah, you always when you're d- when you're DVRing, uh, uh, Raw, you always know when Raw about to start because they show a USA show like promo right before they go back into Raw, right? And they show John Cena sitting on a stoop, yeah, in a in, against a white background. Characters welcome, <laughs> uh, so you got, you got, let's say, two hours there. And then uh I gotta do After Buzz T V now, which you can see me and hear me every week on. After so that's, Buzz TV? Yeah, that's another forty five minutes right there. So I'm I'm watching Main Event doing that. Uh and then you got SmackDown, which is another ninety minutes of wrestling. That's a lot. And main event is an hour? Yeah, main event's an hour show. Okay. So that's that's uh I should know I did afterbuzz that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what is we got th- three and a half of those two, and then you add forty five. Four over four—that's all that needs to be said. That's over four hours of WWE programming that I'm watching a week. Not to mention uh, pay-per-views. Yeah, not to mention pay-per-views. And not those... to mention your bedtime pay-per-views, which are the ones which it sounds like masturbatory pornography fantasies, but no, they're no, actually no, no, they're just not. Scott no. putting on a pay-per-view from like the golden age of WWE. That's right, uh, and waiting for uh... Mister Mister Wright, yeah, okay. to introduce him to Mister Miss to Mister Wright, who knows. Miss Wright, yes, got that. Miss Miss Wright, yeah, not Misses. Then I'm having a scandalous affair. Yeah, Miss Wright. So it's it's a lot and uh, impact. Like I, yeah, you get in an hour and a half. You're you're caught up. You're done, which is refreshing at this point because when you watch all of that stuff, it's just it's so much. And like you said, the recaps and everything. I just uh, so this week I hit burnout. I did not. I watched Impact this morning, and I thought it was brilliant. You've been you've been uh, <laughs> flying on a month and a half of burnout, though. Yeah, that's true. I I really flex, like. I hate wrestling. <laughs> no, I love wrestling. Uh, but I watched Impact, and I was like, I was writing down uh, like things for the for today's show. The first thing I noticed is uh, let's see, Magnus getting attacked by uh, Bobby Roode and Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. You know they got a group name. Uh, the uh, Ares isn't invited? <laughs> he was invited a long time ago. Okay. And refused. And then attacked them. And thus became a face. Ah, good for him. I like him. Do you know the group name? Uh, Generation. Wait. Come uh, on, fans. Say it along with Steve. On the count of three. One, two, three. Ink, ink. Ego. Ego. Not bad. I, I wish that you It should... stands for something. I forget what it is. Uh, like an acronym? Yeah. Everybody's got over oh that's not bad everybody got over um but who's there to break up the fight between christopher daniels bobby Roode, and magnus but a freshly shorn al snow al snow cut his hair did he cut his hair? Yeah. No, he didn't. I thought because no. they were shooting in okay. the back and it's so dark in the back that all you see, he has in that tight ponytail. Like, there's no way. And I was about to, like, I was about to make that breaking news. I was about to, like, we're breaking on the podcast that Al Snow cut his hair. No. Al Snow joins the corporate ranks. <laughs> no, he's still got that huge ponytail and he's still just as. And the carny mustache. Yeah, the carny mustache. He's still just as jolly as ever. Yeah, he's delightful. He's got one of the best Twitter's account. Twitter's account? Oh, Jesus. Nah, I got burnout on Twitter now. Yeah, you're burnt he's like He's got like that joke book you find in the bathroom. Everything he says is just classic. Yeah, but you also yeah. picture it coming from him, which makes it way funnier. Imagine him saying it to you in a bar where like uh, behind you is a guy who's telling you jokes you don't want to hear. And in front of you is Al Snow. Who's like, yeah, 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 he listened to this one. <laughs> and then every once in a while he's throwing peanuts up in the air and catching him in his mouth he yeah he is um well but as much as burnout as i may be suffering through ooh uh, uh that reminds me of one more thing oh yes burnout is a great name great terrible name for a wrestler as well a pay-per-view and a wrestler uh so burnout featuring burnout mm-hmm. wcw burnout st- starring burnout against
1: hulk hogan and the legion of doom
0: uh speaking of hulk hogan also they don't show Manic's face anymore. They only show the back of his head. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's so I wish they did that from the very beginning, but since they introduced him, it's like, uh, his face has already been burned into my memory, yeah. along with his braces. Little T.J. Perkins. Oh.
1: Hi, everybody. No,
0: I'm Manic. If I put on this mask, I sure real Manic. And he does transform.
1: Wubble, wubble, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if
0: you go to a live event, you can hear him. Every every offensive maneuver he makes. And then if he gets hit. Ooh, ah, ooh. Yeah. that's uh, really a shame because Manic is a like, great-looking wrestler, but as soon as yeah. you see him talk or like. As soon as you see the guy, you go, oh, he's a dork. Oh, he's got dreams. I thought he was suicidal. I mean, Manic. Manic-sidal. Uh Manicidal. Yeah, don't, don't. Keep reminding me that it's a dude under there, that it's a guy. No, w- it's a force of nature. It's a, it's an emotion. It's a raw emotion. It's a raw emotion that has uh, nylon covers that go over whatever his giant high-top shoes are. Those are really distracting to me. That being said, don't you're change sho- it. Well, you're a shoe guy. I am a shoe guy. I'm not wearing them right what now. What are your but... favorite wrestling boots that you've ever seen or shoes? Um... I really – honestly, I liked Eddie Guerrero's boots a lot. No, okay. And then I want you to lie to me. Oh, I will. Uh, Eddie Guerrero's boots, like he had those yellow ones with the black stripes on them. Yeah. I thought those were pretty cool. Um, I always thought like if you were to go up from just the boots, I think also if someone was wearing like the tights but like just straight up tiger print, I think that would be pretty cool too. Okay. Um, Kofi Kingston and Manic both do the same thing which is they wear what looks like high tops, like just like a Nike sort of running shoe. With boot covers? With the boot with the kick boots, like the shin guards on them. Jericho did that too, I believe. Yeah, and I think there's something really cool about that because they look like these weird space boots, but then you get these sort of glimpses of the bottom where it's like uh, – CM Punk does it too, he, like when he wears atomics, those wrestling boots. Yeah. Um, Angle would have those giant red vinyl boots when he was in WWE. Now he does uh, like those really weird ankle – sort of MMA wrestling boots. Right. Um, who I wears a shoe, right? Yeah, it's a it's a wrestling shoe. Yeah. Yeah, it's not so much a boot. Um, a boot. A boot. I'm trying to think who else has... You know who who's that Zabu. like? Sabu. He's I, got those good pointy ones. I really like Mike Tenet's. Those are loafers, dude. So yeah. Those are wingtips. Those tips. are fucking comfy. If I'm going to be working for two hours... I want to wear a loafer. I think what you're looking for, uh, You know okay. how many laces there are in that boot? <laughs> you got to put them up every time and lace them, lace them. Mike Tanay, he's a smart guy. I've never worked in fashion, but I should have. That's all I really, part of me, that's all I really wanted. What you're looking for is a rock port, sir. You want a nice, classy-looking shoe, but it's uh. comfortable. You it can be on your feet all the time. A rock port's, The Rockport's got it going. And not like your old Rockport's from, like, a decade ago, where they look like nurses' shoes, they got some good-looking rock ports now. All right, yeah, we'll see. What's your favorite shoes? My favorite shoes? Yeah, I told you, Mike Tenay. All right, all right. Most of the time, Scott dresses like my dad, and most of the time, I dress like my dad from. The, I try to dress like my dad from the seventies. Scott dresses like my dad now. I try to dress like my dad from the seventies. I do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the plaid shirts, jeans, you know, nice running shoes for, but, but no running ever occurs. <laughs> uh, that's not true. I run. That's true. Um, all right. So let's get to it. We have After a lot of stuff. After the scoops. Sorry, I keep distracting. <laughs> well, that's all right. <laughs> It just would have been like eight other subjects I would have talked about, but that's fine. They will exist some other day, indeed. Because uh, it's a stream of consciousness on the show. We don't
1: like to have a regimen or a script or anything like no, that.
0: No, no, no. Let me check the script here. Uh. Uh, that being said, I believe I promised a total diva's total breakdown today. You, you do. I was gonna. I was gonna tease it to. to ha- Let co- me know when you're gonna toss that to me because I have to think of some things to say. All right. I also have a name for that segment. That's fantastic. Okay. Uh, Randy Orton right now is the top heel. He was a champion. Now he's not a champion, but he's getting his vicious streak back. That's true. Before, he was just sort of in between. Nobody really cared about him. Still got the pops. Still got the cheers. He would occasionally jump up in the air, do the splits, then arm- do a, a arm pump. Yeah, he'd do the, uh, the tiny machine guns. Yeah, sticking out. His Batista tongue. did the fifty caliber. Uh, he'd do like Randy would do the little light machine guns. He's got two little losies in his hands. But now he's a, but now he's a, the main bad guy. Do you are is this is or do you hate him or is he is he the main bad guy to you? Is he is he the ultimate pinnacle heel in the company? I think he's up there. I definitely think he's up there. He's pretty dark, you know. I think he's trying to bring some sort of darkness back into it, and I feel like. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon are both very, like, frustrating and evil to watch. But I yeah. think Orton, he, like, he delivers. Oh, you think he's dark, do you? Oh, Jack Swagger, ah, Garden Jerks general manager. That's right. Voted by the fans. That's true. That's true. Uh, well, Jack, uh, please uh, join us.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I, I will. I'll just sit right here. I heard you talking about a uh, uh, dark heels.
0: Uh, yeah, we were just talking about Randy Orton sort of some going on this very dark transformation. He some sort of can, dark bad guys? Yeah. Randy Orton is really becoming very dark. Like uh I don't know, say who could ever be the best Dark bad guy There's ever been in the company Uh, I don't know if I were to go
1: back WrestleMania
0: 29 As you were in the main event match What was the main event match The The greatest main event match of all time For the World Heavyweight Championship What was the main event match for WrestleMania 29 The main event match my friend Was Alberto Del Rio Versus Jack Swagger for the World Heavyweight Championship Jeez, who was the good guy Or the bad guy Well I think you know who the bad guy was Perhaps the, the darkest Del character. Del no, wait, what the fuck, man? Oh, sorry. Do What's the shit? Why are you jumping up my ass? I didn't. Am I jumping on your lines? You, no, you're jumping up my ass. I, am I? Have I? I just the darkest character in WrestleMania history,
1: who almost took the title away from Alberto Del Rio.
0: So Del Rio retained.
1: Dark Jack Swagger.
0: Dark Jack Swagger, of course. Of course. You, of See, course, Jack me, Swagger had that com- incredible transformation to becoming Dark Swagger. Let me rank him for you, okay? okay? Darkest, evilest bad guys in all of WrestleMania history, all right? Dark Jack Swagger at the top. Okay. You got that right there. Okay. Yeah. Number two, Giant Gonzalez. D- Giant Gonzalez? Giant Gonzalez. Okay. Number two. Darkest, most evil character on the planet. You got number three? He got Triple H. He's got, you know, he's Fair Do. Number four, uh, bad guy, right? Well, Jack Swagger again. Oh, oh just normal Jack Swagger. Normal Jack Swagger because he's like he could go bad any second here. That's true. That's, that's true. So that, that's why I rank. number five. Randy Orton. He's not at number one yet, but he's in there. He's he, in there. He's he's working on it. And he's got he's got some chops. Well, you know what, Jack? Uh, we were talking about this. Scott was bringing up because we have Orton here today. He's in the green room. And I want. I didn't to... get any papers about this. Well, you no, know I have to get clearances for these things. Clearances, I well, he's not like an exotic animal. No, he well, he works at a big company. I don't know if you know that he's, he works at a big corporate brand. That's true. This so I got to get releases for him. Well, don't worry, he'll sign the releases. I just I want to bring him oh, in here. More paperwork for me. Yeah, hey, but maybe the two of you guys could talk because I maybe you guys can he maybe can give you some pointers or something. Give no, me some
1: pointers. What's this? Uh, did uh, you hear uh, the
0: rankings? You, Randy, could you come in here for a second? Excuse me, not Excuse me, Skrullum. Did you hear the rankings that I gave? Randy Orton's a solid five.
1: Whoa. Whoa. Oh, hello,
0: Randy Orton. Whoa. I don't believe I need to shake your hand because you already know who I am.
1: Good to see you.
0: Say my name. Jack. Last
1: name. You know, a lot of
0: people... Alright, mo- that was a heel move. I'll give you that one. That was a heel move there, buddy. A
1: lot of people are saying I'm getting pretty dark now that I'm Ugh. in the title picture. But let me tell you something. I am the title. Well. as Picture. D- as dark as you may be, Randy, I still see some light. You're not
0: dark enough. I can teach you how to be darker. Jack, the only light I see around
1: you... Is the light that I could teach you to be darker? Well, and my luminescent hair—it's very bright. Uh, I i will uh,
0: tell you a couple of things. Uh, you, you talk slow,
1: but you gotta talk lower than that. If you up here with that fear, it affects you. So I, you're saying I should talk even lower? Uh, well, okay,
0: that's—that's one—that's one level. You need to go about six levels lower,
1: Randy. You mean real low? Yeah,
0: yeah, go, uh, look, okay, if you're gonna go half octaves like that, like I'm a pussy, going,
1: I'm going real low
0: Come on, come on, don't act like a pussy
1: That's the lowest I go
0: You're going a little bit higher now, look That's at you That's the
1: lowest I go
0: Go, go as, anywhere. go as low as you go I'm going Go as low as, as, as you, you go. go As low, low as, as you, you go.
1: go Right now Low as you go
0: I want you, I wrote down a sentence for you, all right? Okay. Wrote down the sentence. Okay. This is for your heel promo, all right? All right. I want you to say this as low as you can to strike fear in all the listeners' hearts. And then they'll go, oh no, Rainy Orange is a dark guy. So here, I wrote down the sentence. All right, I will. Just read this out to that, that little piece of paper.
1: Do you want me to say it like you do? I want you
0: to, I want, well, yeah, if you're trying to be the ultimate dark bad guy like myself. Then you got to say it like me. Number one WrestleMania all-time bad guy, Dark Test Swagger.
1: Just like oysters are aphrodisiacs, I'm going to take you to the next level of playing in pleasure.
0: Okay, I uh, I think there's a mix-up in the audio. I heard some uh, feedback in my earbuds. In my, in my I ear just much? say
1: it the way you wrote it. you no. got a lot of extra S's and C's and H's in there. Well, of
0: course, because people have to understand what you're saying. But I heard, it was weird, when you said it, I heard feedback in the in the in the earbuds. Like something—it sounded staticky.
1: Did you guys hear the static? Which is a little bit staticky. That's so weird. It's—I don't hear it coming out of my headphones. No, it's oh. just me, Dark Orton. Yeah, guys, can you
0: fix it? Hey, scrotum, Slatsax, can you guys fix this? I'm working on it. I'll talk to Edge. I'll see if I can't find there to be any problems with the soundboard. It just seems to be Jack Swagger's lisp and Orton doing a lisp, also. Thank you, Edge. Okay, sad that is a cavalcade of silliness is what you're describing, sir. You know, both of you guys are pretty tall. I would have loved to see Jack Swagger and Edge step into the ring at some point. Uh, I we guess. did. Did you? Yeah, we no, stepped in. It. Yeah, Where of course did we did. Where did you step
1: in? Uh, when... I'd like to know when you guys stepped into the ring together. That's so weird. I keep hearing this, this weird interference. Look, I think we're getting off topic. I'm the top heel right now in WWE, and I want everybody to know... The J. O'Brien At Battleground I'm, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the edge of my seat what, what are we supposed to know Please fill us in It's going to be one hell of a battle On to the ground <laughs> Well I'm sold You know what I'm going to buy the pay per view I know I get it for
0: free and I know I'm supposed to be at the show I'm going to set my DVR That sounds good to me, Jack Swagger. That's so weird. I keep hearing it in my earbuds. All right. right, Thank you, guys.
1: Guys, I think that's enough. Is that it? Yeah, Randy. I'm the champion right now. I can stick around as much as I want.
0: Please stop making fun of Jack Swagger.
1: Yeah. Is that a heel move to do, make fun of Jack Swagger? You know what it is? I've never talked this fast in my entire life. (laughs) Well, boo. Boo to you, Randy Orton. Whatever. I hope you lose at battleground. I hope my giant thighs that aren't covered don't knock you over on my way out of this room. I, I don't know how you – All I wear a T-shirt in my trunks. I don't know how you st- – T-shirt, trunks, and these great, long, tall boots. Man, look at those boots.
0: All right, get out of here, Randy Orton. This is too much. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> he, I, I forgot Randy Orton's got great boots, too. Does he? Yeah, they're black. It's like, they look like maybe 20 eyes. What? The eye holes on the boots. Oh, you're counting how many eyes? Yeah, the eyelets. Oh. Oh. Is it 10 on each side or is it 20 all the way up? 20 all the way up. Ooh, that is time-consuming. Well, I mean, that's – I think our UK listeners might know, like, your Grinders and your Doc Martens, a lot of people wear those 20-eye boots. I mean, I think – actually, I'd be interested to hear, like – most of the time it seems like a UK thing. I love it. I'd wear them if I could, but – I feel like is do people are people considered posers if they're wearing the twenty eyes if they're wearing the really tall grinders the grinders they think they are called kings for the twenty eyes I don't know if they're I know whatever I do if I try and adapt to another style then I'm a poser so no. I don't know how it works for everybody else. you know what's funny did you see the uh, um, World's End no you should I you, want to I think you should dress like uh, Simon Pegg from now on I think black trench coat uh, black jeans weird eighties band. T shirt. I think that's that seems like you your style to oh, me. Oh, I don't know. That sounds like bad news. No, 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 no. I think you're onto something. I think I'm on to something for you. I think you're onto to something with your new segment, Total Divas with Steve. Total Stevas. Thank you. That is a great intro. Um I really like this show. For those who didn't listen last week, uh, Steve watches Total Divas now. You watched one episode, got totally hooked. I've got one episode. I am not interested at all. I watched one episode, totally hooked, and then I watched five minutes of their reunion special. Not to mention, I should also point out, they haven't completed their first season yet. What I saw was the mid-season finale.
1: Ooh! And
0: then they had a reunion show, and then they're going to be going back to finishing up their entire season. Wow. That's that's big news to to advertise the middle. Yeah. This is the high point, I think is what they're trying to say. I don't believe it. I think every episode's probably better than the last. Uh what what to say about this show that hasn't already been said? uh it's fascinating it's really it's cool fascinating really? well you know what's funny it's like look I'm, I'm curious to know how many listeners there are like please tweet us and, and email us to let us know where you stand on total divas do you watch it do you like it do you not watch it are you me do you not watch it and don't care are you steve you watch it and you're enthralled by it i was really surprised because so many of the women that are on the show when they're put on tv are so dreadfully boring That when you get to see them in this reality show, it's like, oh, wow. They actually seem a lot more interesting than whatever they're sort of portrayed. Like the Bellas on the show on Raw, they look so trashy all the time because they always look – Like everybody – anytime it's a wrestler and it's a woman, they always look like a Vegas showgirl exploded in a stripper shop. (laughs) And then they also happen to pick up boots and put on some knee pads, you know? Yes. That's what it always sort of seems like to me. Agreed. On the show, they're just – they seem like really kind of I hate to say it, but really kind of elegant and classy, like they no. recognize they recognize that it 's a profession, they really want to work hard at it, they dress sort of uh, fashionable, I guess, like they look good, like they 're more attractive to me in total divas than they are on the show because they 're sort of this moment where they get to be themselves, I think. And it's that element of sort of being themselves. And are they of, really being themselves or are they being just more characters? I think that it's – for reality, it's always going to be a character. I think it's I, – I work in reality TV. So, like, so much of it is is very, very engineered. Yes. And a lot of it is, like, this is what's okay to say. This is what's okay to do. But the stuff that does come through is, like – that feels real, feels real. Like then those are the weird moments where you're when you feel a little puzzled, that's when it's probably more of a real moment. But when it's like, I can't stand this drama right now. That's probably fucking fake. Okay. Um let's see. The Bellas, awesome. I don't know which one's I think Bree is the one who's going out with Daniel Bryan. Is that correct? I don't know. That's I've, a, ne- I've never been able to keep track of even that though now are... they've distinguished themselves with one's got a massive boob job. Yeah, but uh but uh, I still don't know which one's which. I never learned. I'm sure it could... Bree, Nikki... I'm sure that's not even the real names. Anyway, uh, the, and then the reason you're watching is every once in a while Daniel Bryan and John Cena show up and, like, my head fucking explodes because it's like, those guys wrestle each other and they're dating the sisters. It's... Come on! Why doesn't anybody think this is amazing? And... uh like, there's – like, there's these obviously fake moments where, like, John Cena walks up to talk to Bree, Nikki, I don't know, uh, to, like, say, like, hey, there's something really serious I got to talk to you about. And it's just these acting moments. Like, they have these little scenes that they perform together, and it's just very – it's like getting to see actors in acting class. It's very strange but very fascinating. Uh, That being said, the reunion special was the most interesting part because it was them sitting down and sort of talking about the show – and one of the Usos was there because he dates one of the Funkadactyls. What? Yeah. Okay. Is there a diva that's not taken? Uh, the two new ones. One of the other Funkadactyl. Uh, Get in there, Tensai. Yeah. Hit I don't sh- know. Hit that shit. I feel like so many, so much of it's incestuous anyway. But. Yeah, but think of that. If, if uh, what Eva Maria then had the the cool uh, the. Asian characters across her face. Eva just like Maria Tensa? is the one with the red hair, correct? Yeah. The, so she looks like Jessica Rabbit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should just call her Jessica Rabbit. I think if that's, they might as well just do that and really just get anybody on board already. If she had the Chinese characters on her, the Japanese, Japanese. characters on her face, the tire tread, yeah, that'd be awesome. How fucking rad would that would be? That'd be really cool. Who? Speaking of which, uh, I know this is an offshoot from Total, uh, Total Stevas, but. <laughs> Who is going out? Is that Brooke Tessemacher, who's in Ace Wait, and Eights right now? Please say that again. Brooke tessemacher <laughs> That's amazing. I love the the additional syllables you B- add. Brooke Atessemacher. A Brooke Atessemacher. A Brooke tessemacher That is Brooke Tessemacher. Wow, she uh, is a team fucking player for serious? having to make out with Bully Ray. Uh, I was I I my money's on Bully Ray because I think the the club's turning on him. And I think there's something... No, but I mean, with her, it's like, hey, we got this, uh, we got this spot for you. We're going to put you on TV. You're going to have to make out with Bully Ray a lot. And by the way, you know how you got to wear all those conservative, like, corporate uniforms for so long? Well, now we're going to put you in chaps and a tiny bikini bottom. Are you cool with that? Also, Bully Ray is just going to pull you around by a chain. Is that all right? Is that cool? Is that cool? You did miss some of the other times, though. And when she wrestled, she wasn't wearing a whole lot then either. Yeah, well, it happens. Well, when you add more syllables, you wear less clothes. I TNA is a, at the top of the of the of the heap for me when it comes to those wrestlers. The knockouts are incredible. Well, yeah, the company's called TNA. Yeah, top. The, read a book. Uh, I think. Uh, what was <laughs> read my... a book
1: and jerk off into it. Well, TNA wrestling. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's What happened to Wrestling Matters? It's like, I also don't think this new reading (laughs) slogan is going to work for people. Look, I know you're trying to compete with WWE and the whole reading campaign, but read a book and jerk off into it. I don't think that's what they want to hear these wrestlers come up and say. And honestly, if you close that book, how are you supposed to read it again? Yeah, I mean, sure, you know where you left off. Yeah, all you can. But you can never reread that passage. No, you. Oh, well, I guess it's good for the book industry, because then you got to buy a new book. God, you know, I hate the book industry. I hate the monopoly that they're having with this new slogan, read a book and jack off. Gentlemen, gentlemen d- Joseph Park. Gentlemen. Uh, Joseph Park, please, I'm in the middle of a segment.
1: Well, I, I heard I you. know
0: that we went a little bit off the rails, but you don't have to interrupt me. Well,
1: the, gentlemen, I, I, I heard about uh, TNA and, 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 the, and the reading book campaign. Uh, well,
0: I... Read a book and jerk off into it. Are you are you supporting this? I am. I am supporting. I am. I am. I am headlining this campaign. Well, hold on. Maybe I know. I know that if you want to, if this, I know this is the perfect forum for you to spread this along with TNA's new slogan: "Read a book and jack off into it." All I'm suggesting is that's the that's the subtitle. It's the it's the perfect place to to spread it. <laughs> it's a perfect. Read a book and jack off into it. It's a, it's perfect, a perfect place to spread it. Spread it. All I'm asking is that you cut off the part, which is into it. Why don't you just say, read a book, jack off. It's the perfect place to spread it into.
1: Words give you a gift. (laughs) You have to give a gift back to the words.
0: Yeah, but it literally is, I think it's- Do you know how many law books there are? There are a lot. Do you know how many of those I've jerked off into? No, don't tell me. How many? Each and every single one of them. That is awful. That is truly awful. That, that was is... before I realized my dream of wanting to be a wrestler. I like my o- brother, Abyss. I honestly think that jacking off into a hardbound paper, like book, paperback or otherwise, is, is is on par with burning the book burnings that Nazis
1: did. That is absurd. It
0: is just as destructive because no one wants to read that. No one can use that book. If it is a hundred page book. There are 98 pages that are still good. If you write a your, book like a Nazi, they're all they're, You they're have no the good. forward, you have the front cover. Those are the you have the front cover and the back cover. And I if I write a book and I have my picture posted on the back Have magazine, you written a book? I'll be happy to jerk off <laughs> it for <laughs> please, you. Please, please. I think the first the, the only page that's all it's all right in a book is the very open front cover because then it's either the uh, the how copyright and the publishing a, information. How are people going to know potentially what that book's about? Are you right? And how are librarians going to know where to file it in the library? I'll tell them where to file it. Good you know, I worked it, in the library for a period of time. I don't mind doing decimal stuff. I, I understand that I understand that I was, it, was we're, talking about jerking off for the librarian. <laughs> Wait, what I wasn't talking about jerking off for the librarian for the librarian, yeah, you're talking about for people to read yeah i i would I would direct the librarian on where to go in the library to, in order to file away your book. oh, Steve, so you were... a serious book, so you're like you were managing a librarian, of course. Wow. When I studied to be a lawyer, I had to be familiar with books as much as I could. And then when I worked with TNA Wrestling, Dixie Carter spread a great message. Jerk off into a book. <laughs> God, that is. Oh, well, what about this? What about this? What if jerking off into a book means really letting yourself go and, you know, you'll never know where books take you? Exactly. Okay. That's I, I read it and I go, This I, I don't know where they're going to take me, but I'll take this book somewhere. <laughs> somewhere dirty. Excellent. Okay. All right. But if I see blood, then I tear the book in half. Yeah. How about to say, I was about to say you versus Team O? Is that the Robbie E? Uh, versus you it was you and Eric Young on Impact, and you guys had an impromptu tag match, and you got the blood in your mouth, and yeah. you beat up the uh, the Jersey guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, bromance. Yeah, bro. They're called bromance. Bromance. But with, the with... the humorous part is that you call them bromance. Oh, it sounds like bromance. Yeah. I got you. All right. Uh, and and I tell you what we we got along after the match we all shared a book together. Oh, that's that's ter- Okay, well, how do you feel We're anti Kindle. That- TNA wrestling anti Kindle. I should hope so because those Kindles are expensive. How do you, on a separate note, how do you feel about ODB winning the women's uh, the knockout title? Good for her. Yeah. And I tell you what, another delight because when we're done with a match, she goes back and she jerks off into a book. Wow. All right. Good day, gentlemen. But thank enjoy you, Joseph reading. Mark. Thank uh, enjoy reading, all your listeners. Uh, and I'm going to go and uh, tell you what. I'm going to take this book with me right here. Uh, pl- the <laughs> Hulk Hogan's autobiography. Oh boy. <laughs> that was rude. I can't you know believe that was rude during, to- during Total Steve. I know. You know what was rude is how he forcefully shook both our hands when he exited.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah.
0: That's. I I hope I, I hope to God that he's ambidextrous and I got a fifty-fifty chance. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. Well, in closing for Total Sivas, <laughs> I'd like to point out it's a great – it's a really great show. This, you that's recommend what I it. I recommend it. I, and the reunion show, I only watched five minutes of it. John Cena was on, and he uh, he sort of gave this sort of wholehearted kind of like endorsement of the show. He was like, this is one of the few times for a business that is so closed – that we're really opening the cameras up and letting you see people's lives. And for engineered as it is and for as artificial as it is. With all the divas behind him like, John, could we say something? It's our show. No, no, they were talking. He sat oh, okay. quietly okay. the whole time. And then when they passed it to him and asked him a personal question, he just made an endorsement and didn't answer the personal question. Like, are you guys getting married? And he was like, I just want to let everybody know that these ladies are really strong and they're working very hard. And that's what he wanted. And like – that's what that show feels like. It feels like that's the message that's coming across. That being said, I am sick to fucking death about hearing about it on Raw. Because <laughs> I'm going to watch the episode. Yeah, I already oh, am gonna watch the, I'm already already going to watch the episode, so why just pepper me with it on Raw? Have you uh, programmed it into the old DVR? I was. Now that you're here, I was going to ask you to do that. Oh, you I don't it. know how to you do that, buddy. It. Can you also put Bellator on? Yes, yes. I'll, yeah, sure thing, Dad. I walked my dad through uh, fixing the router this morning on the phone while driving up here. I'll help you program the DVR. I, I like helping your dad through the router. I can only imagine it's... Yeah, unplug it. Good. Plug it back in. <laughs> Are the lights blinking? Yes. Good. Uh, Bellator... Now to go dress like Steve's father. My second favorite part about Impact is the getting to watch the five minutes of Bellator afterwards enthralling enthralling scott i should also point out maybe i just like a lot of really bad tv because i rarely watch it that could be the case The two broke girls fantastic (laughs) fantastic them girls is broke uh it is time for the plug of the week uh this week i'm happy to announce a new project that i'm working on uh 16 bits podcast that is a video game podcast with myself and fellow funny man josh callahan commercial actor josh callahan that's right Uh, the best of Second City, Josh Callahan. I don't know if you know this, Steve. They got a lot at Second City. We perform at Second City. That's true. That's true. Star of Lunch with Me yesterday, Josh Callahan. Josh Callahan is the best of Second City. It's, he is the best assistant. I am fortunate because I get to work with the best of Second City. That's true. I know he listens to this podcast. Yeah, I was about to say. You were not me it up because oh, Josh Callahan. I'm, I'm so upset podcast. that he's upset in the car. Uh, so, yes, we talk video games. If you, uh, some for some reason, enjoy me rambling on about my opinions and such and doing funny bits and characters, those things pour over into a 16-bits podcast. Uh, we had our first episode. I uh, I heard about this. I have not listened to it yet. I'm actually very excited for it because – uh, he, Josh described the format as very similar to this show, but with video games. And I hope you guys are a little bit more focused, because we talk about fucking everything on this show. Well, the first episode's a little unfocused, so I'll I'll be completely honest with you. I think that's a great place to start. Uh, yes. I and- mean, like, so for us... In all honesty, we it, the way we found our footing was after two years. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was if you listen to our very first episode. I don't recommend it, but it is like <laughs> you can hear the fear in my voice in every episode for maybe fifteen to twenty episodes. And we did a lot of scripted stuff then. To, yeah, and uh, s- pulling back the curtain a little bit for you. Yeah, pulling sure. back. Yeah, it's a uh, total CJs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I almost said HJs. But oh uh, man, that would have been great. But there's no books involved, so. um I feel like that sort of. Did you do the moral of this book? Uh, what? I'm almost finished. Did you do the moral of the book? Joseph Park, no, you can have that book. Oh, chapter two. Oh God. Um, that uh, yeah, we're we're heavily scripted, and I wanted I wanted a more free format. You I wanted think. a conversational aspect, and that. That came with time. I think that it came with sort of comfort and sort of getting to that place. That's what I like to listen to. And I, I it seems like Josh enjoys that as well. And Josh is very funny off the cuff. And we have a, a fun uh, friendship where we just talk openly and we riff and, about stuff. And- I uh, I hate to bring this up, but Josh told me he cut out a mention of myself in that episode. Did he really? Yeah, he said that, like, you guys mentioned me and then he cut me out. I only bring that up because I have a huge fucking ego and I have a huge problem with you guys cutting me out of your first episode. Buddy, I'll slip you in on number two. I hope so. He said he wants me to to pop in at some point. All right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Steve will pop in there. I'm sure some other people that you may know, you may not know uh, in the world of comedy will pop up. What kind of guests do you guys have? Uh, well, uh, on our first episode, we were talking Grand Theft Auto 5. You know what was crazy? You know who showed up? Who? Cousin Roman from Grand Theft Auto 4. From Liberty City? That's right. How'd you guys get him? You guys are on the West Coast. Well, we got the hookup, because he was so excited to promote the new game, he thought he was in it. Oh, shit. Well, I don't want to spoil everything, but he's there, and we talked to him, and, uh, I know next week, on this, on episode number two, we're gonna be talking to Pikachu. Really? That's right. Pikachu? From Pokemon? Yeah, Pokemon Pikachu. So listen to the podcast on iTunes and 16bitspodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at 16bitspodcast. 16 bits, like the old systems. I, was, I, was, I like your logo a lot. Well, thanks. Uh, and we got more stuff coming. We got more artwork coming. We got a uh, song coming. We got all kinds of stuff coming. An on exclusive show. interview with storyboard artist Tim McBean. <laughs> he worked on several games like Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. None of his work made it into the finished game. He also did a little bit of work on uh, Berserk, that Wii title. None of his work made it into the game either. <laughs> so but you could also remember him as one of the grunts, in, uh, as in he made the grunt noise in Gears of War 2. Oh. Yeah, he did a little bit of voiceover work. Well, and I guarantee you there will be some some crossover because when WWE 2K14 comes out, I can guarantee you, Macho Man Randy Savage is going to be on that show. Nice. So you're going to have to listen. So it is time for jerk tweets. Every week, go to twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. First one we got here is from Johan Bennett or Benet. It could all be super French. I don't know. Unless you spell it out phonetically. I'm just going to guess everybody. That's how it goes. Johan Bennett says, after CM Punk beats Ryback, what do you think about Scott Steiner being the next Paul Heyman guy? Also, fuck you, Steve Sears. Scott Steiner being the next Paul Heyman guy—it's more like Scott Steiner being the next Paul Heyman grandpa guy. I love Scott Steiner. Me too. I love what he has to say because it doesn't follow any language uh, that we all follow on this world. Any sort of any sort of syntax—just it it's not necessary. Oh, it's gone. Um, I love him being a muscle guy. He—he's not quite what he used to be in the ring, which is a bit of a problem. So you just got him talking. But Paul Heyman already does that so well. I, I figure every time Skyner, uh, Skyner, uh, Scott Steiner would speak. No, that's what, they, when they bring back the WWE, they don't want him to use his real name, so they just call him Uh That Heyman will constantly have to do damage control. I would like to sooner see Steiner. You know where I'd like to see Steiner? Where? The Shield. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Number four, Scott Steiner. With the rest of the guys going, I don't I don't know if we're on the same side here. Where did this guy come from? Why did you tattoo a vest on your body?
1: That's how I operate! Yeah <laughs> God, there's I n- tell you, think about SHIELD! SHIELD is it's in front of you, so keep c- behind it or you're gonna die! You want a cheeseburger? I'll teach you cheeseburger! I teach a burger! I tell you something, Stephanie man. I'm gonna
0: rape you! <laughs> just Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that guy is so fucking intense. He, he's like a he's like a linebacker on cocaine. He, he is just so intense. He's a joy, and as much as I want to have every single wrestler in existence on this podcast, I don't think I could ever have Scott Steiner on this podcast and not shit myself in absolute fear. I would be honored to have him on the podcast because he is so intense and like you'll hear s- our deaths on the podcast yeah. we was like what's so fucking funny you guys are so small hey Jack I'm gonna put you in my ass and turn you around <laughs> what so I It's a breach birth. <laughs> I'd like to see Scott Steiner in the Shield sooner than I would as a Paul Hammond guy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Scott Steiner as a singles performer is awesome. Like, I don't even think he needs a faction. And no. if he did, like, I don't know who you could put him in a tag team with. I Yoshitatsu. I, no. I would love to see
1: him. <laughs> Doing
0: just being utterly outrageous stuff, and, and Yoshitatsu's along for the ride. Listeners, that's why I go back to the first episode, because you hear the love of Paul London transform into Yoshitatsu yeah, by Yeah, it happens Steve. over time. Uh, I can't wait who's next. Uh, you know why I want uh, Steiner in a faction? So that way, years later, when those guys do shoot interviews and interviews- oh, they can they talk could about t- Steiner. Yeah, they could tell the stories. Awesome. Uh, we should find some Steiner shoot interviews. I mean, I yeah. know he went crazy on Twitter for No, a while. I have some. And he talks all in caps. I want, it's in my I storage want, I want shoot interviews about Steiner. Oh, I see. So people just talking about Steiner. Get uh, on yeah, it, kayfabe commentaries. Yeah, get on it. Get on it. I don't think people do that because they're just as scared of him as we are. No shit. Dan Reyes says, uh, thank you, Dan. This is a new guy uh, tweeting at us. First time tweeter. First time tweeter. Long time uh, tweeter. I was wondering if Jeff Hardy could come on the next show. And give us his thoughts on Dixie Carter's – actually, what he says here is <laughs> give us his thoughts on Dixie Carter's hell promo. I'm assuming he means heel promo, but maybe it's hell for him. Uh, I don't know. I well, which I is, mean, we we're were, we're going to wrap up the show here. Which is interesting because I thought the exact same thing, so I have him on hold. Wait, he's been holding this entire time? I He called me, <laughs> and he asked to be put on hold. When was that? Like how how much earlier than we started was did this occur? Well, let's see. We're recording on a Wednesday. Yeah, Impact was on last Thursday. No, 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 no. Why are you talking like days? We're talking days. He called me on Sat. He called me on Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah. He said that he had uh, that if he, sa- he literally said on Saturday night that Impact had just wrapped and they shoot on Tuesdays, right? I think so. So he's way out. No, of time. I think they they shoot on a Thursday because it's live on the Thursday. Okay. And then the the following one is like yeah. The... So he he was recovering from that Thursday night all the way to Saturday. What? Yeah. Let's talk to him. Oh, I I don't even think he's still going to be on the line. I mean that's that's a lot of faith thinking that he's just going to be waiting on the phone. All right. It's blinking. Okay. Everybody's got a price to pay. Get yourself a raise. Find yourself a nacho chip that has your dreams, has your dreams, has your dreams. Hello? Hello? Hello, Jeff? Is this Jeff Hardy? Hello? uh, uh, the Carolina's own Jeff Hardy? Is this... Oh, hey, man. How y'all doing? Uh, Jeff, how long have you been on hold? Since Saturday night. Oh, my God. Why... Why have you been on hold since Saturday night? Because I called on Saturday. Shit, Scott. Well, I hey, in the future, Jeff, if you, if you want to spend your days doing whatever it is you have or need to do, you can call us on the day that you want to talk. Yeah, man, all right. <laughs> all I wanted to talk on Saturday, and then I forgot what I was going to say, and I told Steve to put me on hold. Well, okay. Well, Jeff, uh, we have you here on the phone. Jeff, Impact Wrestling is going through some changes. Big changes. Big changes. Big changes. Bound for Glory's coming up. You didn't make it. No, nope, knocked out. You got knocked out. How do you feel about that? Feel pretty bad, man. Feel like tough times ahead. But then I I got that win on Manic the other night, and then I took on uh what's his name? Who's that creepy guy? What's that creepy guy's name? Uh. Detroit's own creepy guy. Chris Saban. Chris, yeah, that's not it. Oh, oh uh. He's Detroit's from Detroit. Zone. He used to be World Heavyweight title, and now he doesn't have a title. It just feels like his whole career was a fluke, and now they made him a heel so that, like— Chris Sabin. What, what? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's—I know he's from Michigan. Does he? he? He looks like a sausage coming out of a T-shirt. <laughs> well, that didn't help. Yeah, me. he's got, like, all this long brown hair. Like, that's Chris Sabin. He's got, like, junior, ha- junior, junior hair length. He's got junior high hair length. Yeah, hairling. yeah, that's Chris Sabin. It looks like a sausage. Well, it's, he's not Chris Sausage. He's Chris Sabin. I'm going to call him Chris Sausage next time I face him. Uh, well, I guess it's good for you. You're a veteran of the business, so you can do that sort of thing and get it's away with it. It's <laughs> called All right. It's well, called ribbing. So are you going to challenge— We haze the younger guys. Give them ribs. What do you do? What do you do to haze the younger guys? Well, if, uh, if I was dealing with, like, a big sausage— <laughs> Okay. If I was dealing with a big sausage— one, if it was not alive and it wasn't like an anthropomorphic human, like if it was just a sausage, I'd brown it. <laughs> I'm not Italian. If I was Italian, I'd fry it. But I just like browning sausages. Okay, so what do you what do you do to haze... Uh... uh like a talking sausage, like a real, like live human sausage? Sure. Are you Chris Saban? Yeah. I don't probably just, you know just like uh what was a good one I heard? Oh, you know what you do is uh every time that sausage goes to bed I like I would travel with him I would be his, I'd be his like his, his buddy his travel buddy <laughs> yeah and so we'd stay in the same hotel and what every time he falls asleep I'd put a a a a tobacco patch i put a tobacco <laughs> patch on him a, a nicotine patch yeah you put that a nicotine patch that smokers use to try and uh, wean off of cigarettes yeah I'd put this nicotine patch on this big talking sausage where and, and... where on his body well, It doesn't matter cuz then like you put it on for a couple hours while he's asleep and then when he wakes up you peel it off him doesn't know. And you do it every night, you put this cigarette, you put this cigarette patch on him and then uh and then he's just like really irritable all the time. <laughs> you got this really angry sausage. Well, I have to say that's a, that is a new rib that I've never heard of before. Never heard that? And I really enjoy it. I really like this nicotine patch rib that you do. Yeah, big sausage, man. A big talking sausage. But first of all, a big talking sausage is a big rib on me, man. I feel like the Life's a joke. Everything's a dream. I'm living in a living in a boat. Um, my wife can scream. Uh,
1: well, I, I look I forward just, to that well, I'm just
0: writing some new lyrics for a new I'm album. sure. I, I look forward to that song. Hopefully, it's a new entrance theme. Hey, what well, were we going to. Oh, man, I, I know why I called you. now. Oh, do you have something you want to talk about? Yeah, I have I know tons what, of questions. I know what but I was yeah, told. if you have something that you want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, did you see Dixie Carter cut that hell promo? <laughs> Well, it was a heel promo. Did it feel like hell to you? No, man. I felt like she was going through hell. She felt like the good guy to me. I thought AJ was being the bad guy. What? You thought AJ was being the bad guy and Dixie Carter was being the good guy? He's doing that new thing, man, where heels start talking about stuff that the fans want people to be talking about. But because they're talking about it, they do it in such a way that makes it feel not legitimate. You know, it's like MTV talking about not playing music videos. But the person who's talking about it's just a big like old guy who's balding. Oh, okay. So, so it's like so that showing... makes you upset. Yeah. So it's like don't talk about issues, man, that are important to me, and then get all up in Dixie's face about it. So you sided with Dixie? Yeah, man. What 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 in that promo made you side with Dixie? I mean, she's talking about that AJ's not she delivering. She got the lats. <laughs> Wait, you mean to tell me? The reason that you sided with Dixie Carter and all of what she had to say is the fact that she cut the lights. Yeah, man. I, you think all this face paint just only looks good in the light? No, man, it's all glow in the dark. But you weren't. I got there. a black light LED thing on my keychain, and if I just pointed at my face, I look like I look like those bad guys in Batman. Batman. Batman and Robin. Batman oh, man, forever. forever. Yeah, Batman yeah, forever. I think, you mean, right. I think you mean Batman forever. Man, if I could see you, I'd describe what food you look like. <laughs> well, I'm glad you don't see me, because I don't want to be described as a food. I guess you could say the lights are off on me. I, I guess I could say that. But, but Really? That's why? Because you like to be in darkness, so that way you can see your own makeup? No, no, no. I don't like to be in darkness. I just like it when people can see me in the darkness, because I look all in the makeup. So you think for some reason now Impact Wrestling will be all in the dark, which will then prominently feature you? But you'll be easier to see to your opponent. See, okay, here's here's a problem in your logic, Jeff. If you're, If your makeup shows up in the dark and you're fighting somebody else that's not wearing glow-in-the-dark makeup, they can see you and they can beat you. How can you see your opponent? Oh, man, this totally changes my new album. Your new, al- well, how's this change? Your new album. I gotta go back and rewrite all my lyrics. What, what, what was your lyrics before? What were well, you- track number one, you can't see me. Track number two, <laughs> I'm in the dark. Track number three, I'm a glowing man. You can't see it. Track number four. They seem to, they seem to follow a pattern that seemed very similar in song. Yeah, man. Shit. Look, Jeff, I'm, I'm sorry about that, but, why? How do you? Think it's gonna be working for dixie carter now now that... i don't know i thought professional wrestling had a long storied history and having different lighting schemes for different wrestling <laughs> got your sin caras kane Came kane for a little while that match with the yeah uh i don't know a long storied history <laughs> Well, Jeff, I'm I'm sorry to burst your bubble on this. I mean, everybody wanted to know. Dan Reyes wanted to know about this, so. Well, man, I, I'm, that's that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. Jeff, I'm, I'm sorry to break the news to you, but I have to ask you something before we let you go. Oh, Hogan's Beach? Still open. Okay, I have something else to ask you then. Uh, the new uh, campaign about reading? Oh, yeah. Read a book. Jack on it. <laughs> how do you feel about that? Well, it's good. But, I mean, that's why you need the lights off. I you supposed to read. I don't know, man. I feel like it's difficult, but I'm I'm all behind it, you... or in front of it, or on top of it. However, <laughs> you want to say. it. Well, Jeff Hardy, I'm I'm glad uh, that that makes me feel happy. Hey, thanks for letting me. Jeff, you didn't hang up. You're still. What? You're. You can hang up if you gotta go. Well, I just put me on hold. All right. Well, that's Jeff Hardy, everybody. Everybody's got a dream. When you find that dream, make sure you just thought i'd put that guy back on hold. sure uh well that was uh normally our correspondent today we're just asking him some questions uh jeff hardy so wraps up another episode of curtain jerks here today we've learned a lot we've had some scoops today yeah some serious scoops i mean i check i check the the websites every so often i don't see that stuff about tna wrestling's uh reading campaign yeah i, I think it's important that tna branches out and i'm glad that they are hey man at the beginning of this episode you said you were burned out on wrestling. How do you feel about it now? I got I got a little spark. You got a little spark? I got a little spark. All right, good. Just a little spark bro And you know what? I feel like reading a book. Really? I do. Well, why don't you leave <laughs> and then read that book in your car. What? And then come Linda back... Linda Hogan's uh biography? That's a boxing ring. There's too many ropes. Yeah, but that, either way. That's it's right. It's a book. That is a book. Read a book, guys. Jerk off into it. Uh What a terrible show we've done. (laughs) What a terrible (laughs) message. Uh, So, yes, we heard from Randy Orton is going to be a little bit darker now. Expect that on TV. Steve's watching his Total Divas, and maybe we'll hear some more Total Stevas here soon. Yeah, maybe I'll watch more of it, so I'll have more to contribute to that segment. (laughs) Uh, Again, 16 Bits Podcast, available now on iTunes and 16bitspodcast.com with myself and the adorable little man. Just a, a cute wonderful charming funny and you know the best of second city really josh the best callahan. of second city uh josh it. callahan the adorable man and uh joseph park jeff hardy who knows what'll be in store for next week you know why because we haven't uh, teased anything for next week so who knows it's all fresh all new if you want to hear something you let us know jerk tweets if you want to you know what next week let's talk about wrestling gloves wrestling gloves yeah it's i feel like they're rarely talked about what do you mean wrestling gloves Next oh, week you mean... next week you'll find out. Oh, I think I, I see what you're saying. No. Are the gloves coming off? Next week, maybe. Oh, uh, alright. And you can catch me on a uh, After Buzz T V each and every week Wednesdays. Uh After Buzz T V uh, it's on iTunes and it's on YouTube. So if you want to hear me talk about wrestling and all that some more, if you gotta if you've got the itch, if you need more wrestling, then you have it. Hopefully you don't suffer burnout like I do. No, Scott can provide it. He can provide the wrestling info to pay the Shinfo. Shinfo. So for Curtin Jerks, I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids!
1: Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.